Welcome to Gracious Words. Gracious Words is taken from the weekly women's Bible study taught by Cheryl Broderson at Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California. We behold your glory, God, in the face of Christ. It shows us who you are, revealing who you are. Do you ever forget things or get distracted? It happens to all of us. We'll forget our keys, birthdays, or even why we walked into a room. We can even forget God's promises. Today we'll see how God gave the Israelites a way to remember and keep their heritage alive. Here is part one of Cheryl's message titled, Stones of Remembrance. So, if I would ask the question, how many of you are forgetful? Let's just do it, okay? Let's just be honest from the get-go, right? Have you ever said, I will not forget this? And then you forgot that? It's that forgetfulness. I remember being in England and I'd only been away from Calvary Chapel Vista for about a year and coming back and looking at people that I had known for 13 years and not being able to remember their names. And some of them were really, really good friends. And I was thinking, Cheryl, you know, what is wrong with you? You know, I knew that they had a golden retriever. I knew that they had three children. I knew where they lived but their names, and I knew them really well. My dad used to love to tell the joke about the two older men that were talking, and the one says, oh, oh, you know, uh, what's, what's the name of that product I love? What is the name of that product? And so he says to the, the man with him, he says, you know, uh, what's that flower called with all the petals? And the guy's going, Oh, hydrangea? You know, no, chrysanthemum, no. Rose? Yes, Rose. Just a second. Rose, honey, what's the name of that product I love to use? That's just so how we are. We forget birthdays, even our own. We forget anniversaries. My daughter said, oh, mom, are you calling me because it's my anniversary? That was November 1st. I was like, yeah. And then, you know, I was looking at an Instagram October 30th and went, it's my son-in-law's birthday. I want to remember these things, but I can't even remember what day of the week it is. I'm always like, okay, because I do um, streams in the desert, right? I'm like, wait, what day is it? It's like, I just read yesterday's, look at that one. Then you'll know what today is, but we forget. We forget appointments. We forget phone numbers, especially doesn't seem like everything is a phone number or a code. I mean, because we can do speed dial now on these cell phones, that when we don't have those phones and you're stuck with like, I don't know, something so archaic as a rotary phone, and they're saying, you can use this phone because your battery's dead, and you're like, right, but what is the number? Because we don't know. Because we just do speed dial. We just, you know, do their name. 
But then all those numbers and codes, do you forget like, okay, what is my secret password for Amazon? Okay, and what is my secret code word for Macy's? And what is my secret code for getting on my computer? And what is my Apple ID? You know, I'm one of those people, I always just go, forgot my password, forgot my password. So unfortunately, my password is forever changing because I cannot remember. I've, I've put in grandchildren, which they tell you don't put in your grandchildren because somebody else will know who your grandchildren are and you'll forget. So, you know, I'm like, which grandchild did I put in? You know, and they're like, you know what? You've tried it four times and you can't get it right. You're not that person you say you are. I know a thief, you know, and you're like, no, this really is me. And then we have our pin numbers for our debit cards. And there's so many numbers. Plus I have a social security number that everybody at once, right? Brian has a social security number and then they ask for your driver's license number, right? Or what about this one just threw me? I put in my debit card at the gas station and you know what? I'm just expecting to do my pin, but you know what? They asked for my zip code. And all of a sudden I was so thrown by that. Like zip code, zip code. What is my zip code? Because you know how you get your expectation? Like, I know this one. And then they ask something totally different. And you're like, I know I have a zip code. I know where I live. We forget places. We forget past events. Your kids, my kids are like, mom, remember when this, you know, you know, and I'm like, are you sure it was me? You're my mother. It was you. I don't know. You know, your aunts can kind of look like me. So are you sure it wasn't one of your dad's sisters? Mom, it was you. It was you. Okay. Tell me again what happened. And I was there, right? And then Brian's always going, Cheryl, you know this couple. I'm like, I don't know that. Yes, you do. Don't you remember 1983? I was like, wait, I was born in 1983? Yes. We forget to put gas in the car. I'm only saying that because it happened to me yesterday and it says reserve fuel. And you know, I saw that it said reserve fuel and yet I forgot to get it. It's in the car and I said, Brian, you might have an interesting weekend because the car really needs gas. We forget a vital step in the process. Have you ever, um, maybe it's sewing and you forgot this vital step and you went, oh no, I forgot to do this. Or a recipe. You know how there's some recipes like sift the flour three times and you forget to sift and you just throw it in. Or have you ever done this? Thrown all the ingredients in and gone, oh, I forgot I was supposed to add it one at a time. I mean, I have. Maybe you're better than me. That's fine. Do you ever forget why you went into a different room of your house? I know it's not just age because I've been doing this since I was two. Just like, why am I here? Did I want something of mommy? Maybe daddy, the dog. Seriously, I I will go upstairs and I will go upstairs and I'm just, you know, I'm trucking it upstairs. And then I'm like, yes, this is my upstairs. (laughs) And I definitely had something very important in mind. And you know what's really sad? I know I'm not gonna remember that thing till I go back downstairs. And then you have to think, this is how I exercise. I just forget things, you know? 
Or you ever forget why you even just like stood up out of the chair? That one happens to me. Like I stood up. I definitely had a purpose in this. Why do we forget? Why do we forget? Because life presses in on us. Because there's too many things to remember. There are too many passwords. There are too many codes. There are too many number sequences. You don't, now they even want you to put your, your license plate number in just to park your car at Balboa. It's like, my license plate? I put it in my phone under notes, like what my license plate is. Because sometimes my car is blocked or, you know, you're going over there and you're like, okay, my license plate. And you're trying to remember it, but somebody got mine in front of you. And by it's your time to, to pay the money and, you know, put in the little pay to park. By the time it's your, you can't remember what it was. So now you go back to look at it again. And now somebody else has gotten in line and now you're three back. And, and I'm even trying to do, you know, would Xanax work? Would Xanax work? You know, WXW. You know, I'm trying to think of these clever sentences. And then I do something like, would Percocet work? And then I've got the wrong thing. I don't even do these drugs, but I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to remember my license plate number. It's because life presses in on us. And these things come that were unexpected. Like I told you, they ask you for your zip code and not your PIN number. There's so much to do constantly. There's, I make to-do lists all the time just for like the next hour of my life. I need to remember this. I need to remember that. I need to do this and to do that. And then I'm just going to tell you the truth. Barnabas, my precious golden doodle. We just discovered why he's not eating his food. He likes his dish clean. What kind of dog is this? Brian says, I don't think he's eating his food because his dish is dirty. I'm like, well, whose responsibility is that? He said, well, who wanted the dog? So I washed, I, I, I actually washed his dish out so Brian would see that that's not the cause. And then put the can of dog food in there. The dog ate it all. And Brian goes, I told you, he does not like a dirty dish. That's all I need. One more responsibility. Now I have to brush his teeth. I just went to the vet the other day. They're like, are you brushing your dog's teeth? I'm like, when did this start with dogs? Since when do you have to do dog's teeth? And she goes, oh, don't worry. We have flavored toothpaste that they're going to like. You can do peanut butter or chicken. And I'm like, chicken flavored toothpaste? You know, so I'm in PetSmart buying a toothbrush for my dog. And then she's like, you are washing out his ears. Washing, washing out his ears, brushing his teeth and cleaning his bowl? No wonder Brian wanted me to think before buying a dog. But now that we love him and he's our friend, it's like, come here, guy. You want peanut butter or chicken flavored today? <laughs> and you know, you have to do it after he eats his food in the clean bowl. There's so much to do constantly. There are interruptions, constant interruptions to our lives. Those unexpected interruptions, somebody at the door, um, your husband says, did I tell you I invited five people to dinner? No. Responsibilities, all those things that we have to do every single day, like laundry and dishes and sweeping. And then there are distractions, 
constant distractions, like fun things that are distractions, just distractions. Today, Brian was driving me to the church and we're looking and we're like, that is the slowest moving airplane we have ever seen. Only to realize it's a blimp. But you know, that was a distraction. I'm like, Brian, the car in front of us isn't moving. Don't you move. It was a distraction. And I think about Thanksgiving. Here it is, this day of remembrance, right? This day of reflection and remembrance. Well, three years ago on Thanksgiving, my grandson asked if we could play hide and go seek. And I was so busy with everything. I said, yes. And so I played a little bit. And then all these distractions came. 30 minutes later, somebody was getting a chair out of my hall closet and they said, Ryder, what are you doing in here? And I was like, I forgot my own grandson and that I was playing hide and go seek. He was in that closet for 30 minutes, bless his heart, just knowing grandma couldn't find him. He won. He totally won. But what happens when we forget? Well, there's loss, right? Sometimes you lose a grandchild. There's the loss of items. How many items have you lost somewhere in the confines of your house? I mean, you know, like, I know those shoes are somewhere in this house. I know that pot is somewhere in this kitchen. I know it's here. Or you loss of time. You lose time, precious time, because you can't remember something. Time that maybe, you know, your friend just stopped in for that hour and you forgot and you never got that chance to meet. You miss time, you miss people, you miss memories, you you lose friends. And then what else happens? We have a lack of faith. When we start forgetting, we begin to distrust the Lord because we don't remember all his past faithfulness. We don't remember all his past goodness. We don't remember that we were in a situation just like this and God came through. So we get insecurities. We all of a sudden feel burdened and we feel like the responsibility is us and it's up to us to get it done because we don't remember how God came through. We tend to blame others and put heavy expectation on others to come through for us because we forget that the Lord is the one in charge. We even become manipulative. We call our oldest daughter to lecture our younger daughter and to pretend that it's her and not coming straight from mom. We place our faith in the wrong places, the wrong people, and the wrong things. It's a lack of trust, lack of faith. Then we have limited progress You know, you can only do so much when you forget one of the ingredients to cheesecake. You know, like if you forget the cream cheese, you might be able to do the graham cracker crust and you can get a lot, but you can't finish the cheesecake or the sour cream topping. Now, I'm not talking from experience just because this happened to me this week, twice, twice. You would think the second time I'm making the cheesecake, I'd remember every ingredient at the market. It was even on my list. How did I omit it? And so what did it do? It limited my progress in that cheesecake. It limited. I had to go back to the market and get that ingredient and do it again. It limits our progress so that we don't get to the place we want to. 
on time. And you can't do what you were hoping to do. God knows how important it is to our spiritual welfare that we remember his works and his character. There are over 15 admonitions in the Psalms and in the Pentateuch to not forget the Lord and his works. Do not forget. Eight times the Bible reminds us of the long-term consequences of forgetting the Lord. It says they soon forgot his work and they begin to serve the asterisks and the bales. They begin to look to other things to get them through life, to give them progress, to give them prosperity because they forgot the Lord. So what do you do to remember? What do people do to remember? We make lists, right? Or we tie strings around our fingers. I've never done that. I think I cut off the circulation like, you should remember this, it better hurt. But you know, people do things like that to remember. Often we repeat these things to ourselves. You know, what I need to do, I'm going to buy milk, eggs, and butter. Milk, eggs, butter. Milk, eggs, butter. I always give Brian a little thing, you know? Like, you know, I I say, M-E-B, make every Beulah. You know, I just try to think of something and, you know, Brian's like, make every Beulah? Yeah, I don't know what it means any either, but it means milk, eggs, butter. Don't forget. You know, I, I do those things where we text. We text ourselves. Do you ever send text to yourself? I do. It's the condition of my life. Or you put it to music. I know of one girl who couldn't um, or was struggling to memorize the chemistry table for a college class. And so she put it to music and she was able to remember it. That's what I um, did. I remember um, when I needed to learn the Constitution, I learned it to music. God wants us to remember. When Jesus instituted the new covenant in Luke twenty-two nineteen, he said, do this. Repeat this activity. Do it again and again. Do this. Do this in remembrance of me. Forever believers are to commemorate and remember the great work Jesus did for us as our Savior, our salvation, and our sanctification. He gave us a visual. He held up the bread. And he said, whenever you see bread, I want you to think of my body that was broken for you. And I want you to take and I want you to ingest it so you understand that you have to be a partaker in my death in order to have life. I want you to understand that you are taking with others from the same loaf so that you realize that one life for all believers is what suffice the wrath of God. And then he took the wine and he says, as often as you drink this cup, I want you to remember my blood that was shed for you and the new covenant, the the agreement you have with God in my name. I want you to see this bread and this wine and know you are covered. You are covered. Your sins are forgiven. And so he gave us the visual reminder, the ritual, a physical reminder, something to do that we might remember. He gave us an auditory reminder that we were to repeat the story of the cross. We look at the bread in the cup and we hold it 
and we ingest it together. It was a musical reminder. We're told that they sang a hymn after this covenant was established. They sang a hymn. And so in song, we remember the work and the love of our Savior. We need these constant reminders. Again, lest we suffer spiritual loss, lack faith, or become limited in our spiritual progress. Remembering, memorializing, gives us a sense of identity and purpose. It reminds us of who we are and our history with God, our experience with God. It strengthens our faith because we remember what God got us through that. He will get us through this. He's never failed. And it ensures our spiritual progress. It guarantees that we will go forward and we will make it. Think about what it must have been to be one of these Israelites that we read about in Joshua chapter four. Your ancestors had all died in the wilderness. So in a sense, part of your identity had been lost. You know, you kind of know who you are because of your mom, your dad, your uncles, your cousins. They remind you of who you are. You know, Brian's sisters will come over, especially one of his sisters. And Kelsey, my youngest daughter, will start saying something. And Brian's sister will be like, that's because you're a Broderson. All of us Brodersons did that. We Brodersons are known for that. That's just the Brodersons. And Kelsey's like, okay, yeah, I'm a Broderson. Now I know. And it gives her a sense of identity and security. Now think about this too. They're a nomadic people. So they don't have a family home. That's our family home. They don't have a family land or a land that, you know, used to be the family. And they could say, we used to own that or that's where you came from. 40 years of nomadic living through the wilderness. Life was full of busyness. At this point, they're still gathering manna every morning from Sunday to Friday. I've just been reading this book, um, Women in Bible Times. It's fascinating. And in it, it said that the bread preparation and probably with the manna would take a woman an average of three hours. And the bread was always fresh every day. So three hours a day was dedicated for the woman to just making the bread, grinding it, kneading it, baking it just for the bread. But remember this too, the women also had to gather the water every day. I mean, we take plumbing for granted. And these women had to get those big old jars. You know, somebody was saying, how could those men lift those stones? Well, how could those women lift those 120 pound jars of water to bring to their family? And that's if you had a small family. But those jars of water that they would fill and they would lift and carry to their tent And then they would go back and get more water and fill it and lift it and feed the animals, water the animals. Think about it. Then, because they're nomads and they have these tents and and they brought out some of their items out of Egypt that have been in the family for years, there was the constant packing and unpacking of camp. If you think suitcases are difficult and going to a women's retreat is difficult because of the packing, Think about what it is to pack up 
not only, you know, your items, your rugs, your um, makeup, your clothes, but also your home itself, the tent, the, the tent pegs that you need to remember, the badger skins, the goat skins, and all of these things that you have to pack up, move, and then set up all over again and lay down your rugs, your couches, your beds. And then there's all the incidentals. Besides the packing and unpacking, there are the pots, the pans, the toiletries. Interestingly enough, years ago in the British Museum, they had a display of all the items that they had found in the Sinai Desert. In the Bible, we are told over and over again of the benefits of remembering God and His works and also of the consequences of forgetting them. Jesus demonstrated this when He instituted the new covenant and said, do this in remembrance of me. When we remember Jesus and take communion, we acknowledge Jesus as our Savior and sanctifier, and we put Him on display for the world to see. We hope you have been blessed by today's Bible study. For more information about the Gracious Words radio program and the teaching ministry of Cheryl Broderson, please visit our website at graciouswords.com. Coming up next time on the Gracious Words program, we'll look at Joshua and the Stones of Remembrance as we continue our Possessing the Promises series in the book of Joshua with Cheryl Broderson. We do hope you make plans to join us. Again, for more information, please visit our website at graciouswords.com. This program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California.